podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day. Mr. Vegas, you are Mr. Las Vegas. I get in every fucking shit. They want me there. TBV presents a ring walk with Danny. Ring walk, Danny. Damn, Daniel. Owen Bama, only in America. Because I fight for the people. I go for you and you and you. All the beautiful kids is here. We turn a TBV into the hot 97 of boxing. Keep talking from Vegas. You already know if it's a big fight, I'm pulling out. Chicago, we in here. Bang, bang. From the cotton fields of Alabama to the casinos of Las Vegas. Mama, I made it. Ruta! We up early, baby. The grind don't stop. Gilly the kid ain't gonna be the only one around here doing big shit. You are now locked into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. Yeah, yo, all this time I've been talking into the mic. That's what happens when you don't know that you can hear that you can't hear yourself. What up, ladies and gents? I guess I heard that uh, Danny wants to cover David Benavidez versus Caleb Plant. Caleb He's Plant. gonna be there live, and it looks like Canna in Nebraska making a trip. Also wants to make the trip. But buenos dias, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another fine morning. It is a little cold here in Las Vegas, but we're here to talk. Yo, last two days, though, bro. Last two days. Been freezing? Yeah, well, last two days, then we're in the 60s. Oh, okay. Well, no, I lied. So, uh, what's today? Tuesday. So, tomorrow and Wednesday, we're in the 40s still. Mm -hmm. Thursday, we're in the 50s. And then... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're in the 60s. So, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Bougie, I see you in the chat. Luis Reyes, Buenos Dias, Larry Smooth, what up? Modern King Boxing, good morning. Chick Chickarelli. Chick, what up, my what up? dude? One of our guys, one of our favorites. Um,. Fred the boss, what it do? New York Bullet, I see boss. you. Rule 504, what it do? Put this in MSG and print money, Eddie. <laughs> I see you, Rue. What up, what up, what up? Who else is in the chat early morning? RD, first one in there. Alan G, what's up? Fred Robinson, buenos dias. So, you know, there wasn't room in the, in the title to go with Edgar Belanga, the option king. Then I said, damn, I should have put that in the thumbnail, Option King. He's truly got options, um, you know, outside of Eddie laying down the biggest possible fight for him, which is a potential super or mega fight with Canelo. Yo, it's early. I'm sorry, Ness. We only got 159 people early, Poe. I want to give them a poll early. What's that? For the people that were tuned in early. Because the they heard you. They heard you. The people. Should Danny do the live show with Ness? Or, should or go he, to the live fight. Or go to uh, Plant Benavidez. So you still can't log in because, you know, I can't be doing anything. What do you mean? Like, you can't do that poll. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. When you switch to the boxing voice. Like, I'm not understanding. I uh, don't believe so. But uh, let me try, champ. Where do I go? Where does he go? Adonde? Why is Twitter Spaces not working, man? 
Shit, it's like a it's like a moped. You gotta like crank it to get it started. <laughs> this thing. That was a good one, champ. That was a good one. This is retarded. This is so corny. It's like I do it like three times before it actually starts working, man. But we do got Discord open and we will be having blog talk open in just a bit. Looks like we're also gonna have a guest out of Patterson, New Jersey. Um is it Vallejo? V-A-L-L-E-J-O. Vallejo. Vallejo. John Vallejo will be on the show today. And we got Keyshawn on our later show today, correct? Keyshawn Yes, Keyshawn Davis. Davis on our win show. Absolutely. Yeah, this ain't working. So trash. And if you are joining us, tuned in early Bright morning. Well, it's actually still dark out here. Go ahead, smash that like button. And make sure you are subscribed to the channel as we do inch our way to our next goal of 165,000. And we hope to reach that before this weekend. Word. As we're doing um two live fight chats this weekend. Um, going to be very long days, uh, both Friday and Saturday. Looking forward to all the fights. So if you guys could help us get there, that would be amazing. So, I mean, let's get into it. Um, to our next goal of 165. I'm calling him, obviously, Option King. Uh, you got Eddie Hearn putting out that he would love to match Edgar Belanga with the undisputed 168-pound champion Canelo Alvarez of Mexico, igniting that Mexico-Puerto Rican rivalry. Listen, for us, it seems like there is a rivalry, but for a hardcore, I f as as a hardcore, I feel like, is there really still a rivalry even left with you and Puerto Rico? So how do you feel as a Mexican? Like, do you get more excited or are you Americanized? And it's like, I don't really care for Mexicans fighting a Puerto Rican. I really care more that the person across from him is just as good and it's a good fight. Uh, no, nah, man. Uh, the thing is, when you have a recognizable Puerto Rican name, a recognizable Mexican name, the casuals are going to come out. Uh, I don't know about Puerto Ricans, but for Mexicans, we have... Uh, fuck, what's the term? Oh, we have a term. So the, the term is pocho. Pocho. For uh, Mexicans that can't really speak Spanish, right? Okay. Bro, but they come out. They call, world they world call, Cup, World Cup, they all come out. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Canelo fights, they all come out. So um, I think that it's the same with Puerto Ricans. Um, I would like to assume that uh, they're just as passionate and uh, that they would come out for a Canelo Berlinga fight. You know, I think that, uh, see, you know, if Eddie promotes it, it'll be done. I think, right, I think they'll have proper lead-up and proper promotion for the fight. Proper undercard. Proper undercard. And I think that they'll have, uh, I mean, think Amanda Serrano. You know what I'm saying, bro? Not just as they selling out the guard. Yeah, but I don't think that, that Canelo Berlanga should have Serrano on the undercard. If anything, before you put Berlanga with Canelo, you build them up with Serrano. Put him on the main event, Serrano as a co-main event, and then find Oscar Galasso. Which I get it. He's only 105 pounds, but he did his thing Saturday. I don't. I'm, I, I meant to ask you about that since. Nah, he's, I told you I only tuned into the main event. And I tuned in. Is late. 105 where Bam went back to, or is no, Bam? No, 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 Bam. Like 112. Yeah, he's at uh, 112. Golasso looks good. Green, you know. So, but I'm confused. Why wouldn't you want the already known local champion, the ticket seller? On the undercard. Which ticket seller? Amanda Serrano. I said that, but I said. Not on Canelo Berlanga. Oh, you don't need it. No, you definitely don't. You definitely it's don't. It's not going to make a difference. You're just going to be paying no. her a, a, a huge purse on a fight that she's not going to change anything. Like, no, no. I mean, she's not going to make the Puerto Ricans buy more expensive <sighs> tickets. And uh, Canelo's already making the common boxing fan buy the most expensive tickets. So the Puerto Rican fan that she's bringing, they may not make it. When you. Call Ticketmaster, it may be too late. I mean, it's Canelo you're talking I mean, about. Yeah, I, was I say build her up. Of, was, build I, him up. I was just saying because of the uh, the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Big I, card. 
I would rather yeah, but then you're giving her the spotlight. I would rather do But yeah, I yeah, I think you you give it to them both. I don't think I don't think uh she takes away from it. I think You're right. I think I mean uh, it could be like a, a three card open like three card and maybe she's the opener or or like I don't know. I don't know. I don't like main event. I don't like main event. I mean co main event, I don't you know. I think they pretty much tried that already with her and Jake, right? What card was that? I don't know. Nah, she was supposed she, to fight on the Jake card. Th- I guess the fight before Hassan Katie. Out. No, Hassan pulled out. Or the Hassan fight. Yeah, I. I feel like. Put her and Edgar together, all Puerto Rican affair. Like I said, Colazo, That's a three card opener. You know, add some Mexicans to ignite things. Maybe some Pachecos. Maybe not, cause you need New York City. I don't know who else. Eddie has in that New York City side on Matchroom. I mean, he got Africa. He got Africa. That's Brooklyn. That could help sell some tickets. Who else? They got Rashad Mati. Yeah, I don't see him not putting her on. I mean, um, I feel like he he likes to put on big cards. And uh, I just don't see the budget. Is there a big... Oh, okay. How do you pay Berlanga, Canelo... And Amanda Serrano, it's not gonna happen. I mean, you know, this weekend she's fighting Erica Cruz. I'm sure they're, they're you know, they doing all right. But uh, no, and that's what. But she's a main event. You see, yeah, it's I a mean, different main, pay grade. Undisputed fight. I'm just saying that it would depend what type of fight she's in. You get what I'm saying? Can she be in M- a more stay like, busy fight? More like what type of fight she's willing to take to be on a big card? Because I highly doubt they're gonna have the funds. For her to fight someone we want to see her fight on an undercard of already expensive fight. So that's what I asked you. Can she take a stay busy fight just to be able to fight in front if of If she's people? willing to be there. But then, again, I ask you, not as a fucking co-host, bro. As a fan, why do you want her on the undercard? To see her fight some nobody just so she could get clout? Because that's all it is. Oh, yeah, let's put Amanda Serrano because she's Puerto Rican and Canelo's going to bring him out. You ain't even fighting nobody. Why are we putting you on the co-main event to I fight mean, who? Bro, a lot of uh, booze just fought Karen, brother. You know and I mean? that, and nobody liked it. Can't it. we fucking learn from our mistakes? Nobody wanted that shit. Um, retrospect, everybody's saying, oh, it should have been Boots, Ellis, Villa, and the other dude. Because they put the styles, they put the they, they matched the styles, uh, you know, wrongly. Well, all right. I'm just saying. I mean, because... Your first question was like, what big names? I mean, and I give you the biggest name he got in the New York area. And, you know, you didn't like it, so. I, Because I, I think business. I think business. I don't really see a world where Serrano could be on the undercard of Canelo Berlanga. Doesn't that make it more enticing for the uh, New York Puerto Rican fan? I mean, not this New York Puerto Rican fan. <laughs> I don't. Uh, this New York Dominican fan. I don't care to see okay. a a girl fight someone she's supposed to beat that I don't even know. I mean, that's what you're gonna see in the main event. There's a chance Edgar is a puncher. He's got the youth on Canelo. That's what they're gonna sell it with. You know what I'm saying? Then the rivalry. There's nothing to sell it other than, yeah, she's Amanda Serrano. Let's throw her on Danny's hypothetical Edgar Berlanga Canelo undercard. Why you ain't hyping up uh, Amanda Serrano, Erica Cruz, Mexican Mexico versus Puerto Rico for Undisputed this weekend? I never heard of Erica Cruz. Oh, my God. This is the problem, right? They got to do a better job of marketing the no, and, B-side. And, 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 and I'm going to be honest, bro, you're not wrong because I'm a, the majority of these women, the Mexican mm-hmm. women, the Argentinian went, bro, don't nobody know them? Mm-hmm. I know them because I watched women boxing. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. So, outside of Eddie Hearn offering the Canelo fight and obviously other fights, Mr. Option King Edgar Berlanga also has offers from Golden Boy. They want and would love to match him with Mexican superstar or... Mexican local star? What would you guys call Jaime? How is he considered amongst your community? Is it fair for me to say ya yeah, since you're more Mexican-American than anything? I or mean, you think you're Mexican-Mexican? I mean, shit, I think I'm Mexican enough. So, what? what uh, you know, how are they... How is Jaime 
how would you guys receive Jaime nah, and Berlanga? I mean, uh, I think, unfortunately, um, I believe, in my opinion, that one doesn't do as well because most of Jaime's uh, like fan base is like West Coast, like he's from TJ, so most of his fans come from like the TJ, uh, you know, Cali, Arizona area. One. So uh, I don't know that th- that one does necessarily um it's definitely not doing as well as Canelo and uh Berlanga obviously the only other Mexican I think does better with Berlanga um than Jaime is Zurdo but he's a 75 pounder um but yeah outside of that I mean I guess Jaime would probably be the second best uh or second most notable Mexican light heavyweight, or or super middleweight. I'm sorry. So I would put him second to Canelo since Surdo's a light heavy. But I think if Surdo, uh, Berlanga ever happened, that's a bigger fight. Surdo Berlanga. That's light heavyweight though, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they can do that. Maybe they can do a catchweight because of Berlanga's popularity. I don't know. Surdo's a big boy. Throws a lot of punches. Um, it wasn't an easy fight for, for Jesse Hart. He lost him twice. Speaking of Hart. Like, I could picture Edgar doing, um, and I say this respectfully, but I could picture him, you know, doing some disrespectful shit, like, you know, Sudo saying something in Spanish and then Berlanga knocking, out his, knocking off his cowboy hat. Ooh, I would love that. You know what I'm saying? That's disrespectful to Flick the Mexican, it back. bro. Yeah, Flick it back, saying. like... Tss. That yeah. shit out of here. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. Saying? Respectfully, Edgar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's an idea, bro. That's Word. an idea, bro. That's I mean, promotion. No, listen. Bro, like, again, B-Hop went pay- to La Isla. I was about and, you know to say that. And got out of there alive. And snatched the flag out of Trinidad's hand and stomped bro, that, that shit. Bro, the, the, the type of balls or the type of carelessness you got to have, you know what I'm saying? Word. Word. Because... I'm Let me shocked. tell you something. I'm shocked they ain't start flinging machetes at the stage. Bro, like, th- no, no, no. And and some people going, bro, let me tell you. Uh, I've never been to Puerto Rico, but in Mexico, bro, you think the police going to protect you? Who going to protect you? Who you call? You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to have your own protection. Because it's like they got them under the bag. You getting away with so much more out there. But uh, So, yeah, man. Um, Again, Option King, he's got. De La Hoya willing to jump on a plane just to speak with Edgar Belanga. Now, we know that the carrot on the De La Hoya side is obviously Jaime Monguilla. Like you said, there is a potential Zuldo fight if they want to go up to 75. Is there anything else on that Oscar De La Hoya golden boy side of the street for Belanga? Because we gotta got to decide got, what's the got, right place to go. Who got Gabe? Last Gabe free? He may be free, but last it sounded like he was with um, Matchroom, right? Was the be- or no, Back to Bully is with Golden Boy, so maybe Matchroom, maybe Golden Boy. Let me check, let me check. So nothing on his Instagram as of yet. Um, yeah, I mean, his last fight, well, this picture is from a. And Back to Bully. Yeah, I think it might be Golden Boy because he fought. Um, he also fought. Uh, well, no, I mean this one was a matchroom card: Akhmadov versus Rosado. That was honestly Canelo. that's a great three fight deal. They 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 line you up. Guess with who? Rosado. That introduces you. It's Puerto Rico versus Puerto Rico, New York City. Amanda Serrano on the undercard. Eric Galasso, I mean, whatever, Oscar Galasso. Now you got... Yo, you love, you love this guy, huh? Well, he's with Matchroom. I mean, he's with Golden Boy. But this is a Matchroom. No, this oh. is, we're talking Oscar now. Okay. We're talking Oscar, you know, willing. So what I'm saying is, what does Oscar but got? Does the carrot is high man. Because Gabe's last fight was on uh, Matchroom. I think he does because Gabe fought back to bully. Yeah, but that that's was your... two years ago, bro. I mean, who else has Gabe been with? No, I mean, then he fought Mugia, but I'm saying now he fought. His last fight was with Matchroom, so. I don't know. Uh, I still think we can do Rosado to introduce him to the Puerto Ricans in New York City. 
bring them back versus Rosado, victim, back to bully, that look, super beatable. He, he can't knock you out to the head. He just cannot hit you in the head with the same amount of power that he hits to the body. So I think, I he, think he for... do it backwards. Why would you start... Well, like, because you want the Beck the Bully fight to sell. If you do Berlanga Bully, who the fuck is watching that? Nobody knows the bully. Why even take that, though? I mean... Because it's a good 68-pound fight, and they don't have anything else over there. Again, you do Rosado Bully, Jaime Munguilla. That's your three-fight deal. Who else you got? Would you going to slide in Pacheco? I could take that. Prospect versus prospect. Undefeated. Somebody's O's got to go. Pacheco Berlanga. Then Rosado uh, Berlanga, then uh, Berlanga Munguilla. All I'm saying is that, uh, you know, in a recent statement from Bob Arum, he said that they couldn't come to an agreement because, because you know, Bob Edgar did- wanted to move at a faster pace than top rank, you know, claims. He, you know, to believe exactly. that they believe he was ready for. So I, I, I don't see him fighting Gabe and then fighting Beck the Bully. Why not? Because his last, what, two, three opponents are more known than Beck the Bully? But are they better? That's I mean, all that matters. Like, see. we're a boxing show. We we know boxing. If you watch Beck Bully's last fight, maybe he can get better at the time him and Belanga meet. And it'll be a better, more competitive fight and he can squeak away a win. But I'm pretty sure we do a fucking poll right now. Who wins? Matter of fact, let's just do it. Who wins, Beck the Bully or this fucking guy, uh, Rosado? And I bet you they pick Rosado because I watched that bully fight yesterday, um, Saturday. What do you mean? Why would they already fought? Not Rosado. I meant to say Berlanga. I meant to say Beck and Berlanga because that's what I want. Beck, Rosado. Um, Did Beck, Beck must have been on that card Saturday. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because you've been bigger up and everybody you just saw, whoever you just seen fight last, that, mm-hmm. that's who you think on top of the world. Uh, evidently that's not true because Beck was on that card and I'm telling you Berlanga can beat him. Oscar Galasso was on that card and I'm high on him. So yeah, you just gotta, uh, listen a little bit to what I'm I trying just, to I say. He's there for the taking. to Beck, I mean. Like, well, I know that. Especially after beating the guy that put him to sleep. Okay, I know that. Again, Berlanga's developing. You just brought it up. Like, we're not going to talk about Berlanga without um, talking about what Bob said. Bob has been in this business 50 years, you said. His matchmakers in the. Uh, yesterday, you said. No, I, I, I asked you. In the word, Bro, you literally said 50 years. Oh, good. It don't matter. It don't matter. The point is, he, I said 84, and he was like, nah, I'm more like 50. But the point is, he's been in the business forever. His matchmakers in this industry, the word is they're the best. So, yes, they don't think Berlanga was ready. So, Nesta's still giving developmental fights. So, give it to him now. Why give it to him after you beat? A more known and more experienced because, fighter like because like Rosado's on the be back a side. Fight. No, he not. Not right now. You Bro. Think, all, right. all right, let's Google Rosado. This guy don't he he needs to see how many fucking rounds box the non-punching Rosado. Let's not forget Rosado got one knockout in the last 12 years, bro. You're tripping hardcore. He's a great fighter, but he ain't no knockout puncher. Now, I ain't saying he was a knockout puncher, but all he right. be there. He ain't a knockout puncher. He's gotten older. He's got hundreds of rounds boxed. I, I I don't get what you don't see. I don't see the appeal to Beck after Gabe. I'm not saying that he can't beat well, Gabe. Well, Gabe has been losing since Beck. All right. You want to make it seem like the world is going to forget that Rosado is still on top. He beat Bro, him, but Rizzotto he's losing. Rosado is still a Puerto Rican and a name. Don't nobody give a fuck about Beck. And his, like, bro, you probably think, where, where he from? Uzbekistan. Oh, why? Because you heard me say it. I don't even remember you saying it today, but whatever. Listen, look, look, look at the optics of this. Since the bully fight, be- fucking Rosado's lost three straight, bruh. Just listen to me. I'm fucking matchmaking, not you. He don't got it. We're going to do Berlanga Rosado to introduce him to the Puerto Rican fans that Rosado got. He passing a fucking torch. Then you put him in with Beck the bully. Ooh, he's a knockout puncher. But he can't fucking knock Berlanga out to the head. 
Belanga's team got to practice stopping the body shots and countering upstairs. When he throws that fucking right to the body, block that, left hook upstairs, knock his dumb ass out. Then the Jaime Munguilla fight. Give me a better three-fight plan. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go the matchroom route. No. We got to do Oscar. Why we got to do Oscar? We just did uh, uh, De La Hoya. I mean, we just did Hearn. Hearn, Hearn is easy. We said he could fight Pacheco, battle of the undefeateds. Last fight is Canelo. So either way, on the Hearn side, he's good. He could even fight maybe Gongora. I don't think we gave him a three-fight deal. So you do Hearn. Cool. But I thought we talked about, obviously, the Canelo fight, which Hearn mentioned. Right. And then, you know, the, the Pacheco fight, which I mentioned, Battle of the Undefeateds. I mean, shit, you got Triple G there. Oof. I don't know that he gets that. You bring him up. You know what I'm saying? Um, if, if Eddie is putting out Canelo, he ain't giving him Triple G. Can you can you imagine a world with where one matchroom fighter gets both Triple G and Canelo? I'm just saying. I don't. I'm, they've been in business too long and never I feel done like it. Canelo is gonna want him to have beat someone, someone, at least a former champ. Rosado, not a former champ, but a recognizable name. Beck the bully, like I said, up and coming, hungry dude, just got a knockout. Give me somebody on the matchroom side, cause you you like he not gonna give a fuck. You giving matchroom names like uh, um, or golden boy names like that's gonna be part of the matchroom deal to fight Canelo. So give me matchroom names. Um, fuck, I didn't want to say this name, bro. It's not the name I want, but it makes mag sense. So we would have to do Berlanga. You said matchroom. Okay, yeah, so we'll do Canelo's match. Right? All right, so we'll do it the tough way, and this is not what I want. You never want to put a dude in a sink or swim fight on his first fight in the contract, because then it's, it gives you the it gives him the feeling that if he don't win, he's getting cut. That being said, battle of the undefeated. Oh no, that's fuck. That's not matchroom. We need an undefeated guy, a prospect, and on, on Golden Boy. No, you said matchroom. Matchroom, Pacheco. Cool. Pacheco. Pacheco. <laughs> I said that. So then your second fight uh, is Shane Mosley Jr. That's not what I want. That's Golden Boy. Oh, well, there you go. That's even better. The, the move <laughs> is Golden Boy. The move is Golden Boy. Look, you got Rosado, Beck the Bully, Shane Mosley, and Jaime. Then you can get Canelo. I think uh, Shane... You can't get Canelo because he's with Matchroom. way more attractive after... If you do Gabe, I would do Shane over uh, Beck. Remember, the Shane beat Gabe. That's what I'm telling you. Gabe is... No disrespect. Exactly, bro. Gabe has got to pass the torch or he's got to snatch it from Berlanga. But that for that fight has to be first. Gabe been in with Gennady. He's a recognizable name in this industry. He will set the tone. Right now, Berlanga is considered a guy that they're not sure of. Like, is he a killer? Is he in need of more development because of these quotes from Bob Arum that we should read? Yeah, let's pull that up. The key issue is he don't want to fight me. Actually, that's the that's the quote from Jesse Hart. Poor man, he hasn't gotten a a shot since he got cut from top rank and still insisting on the Berlanga fight. But I quote, "We had a different philosophy and we didn't want to hold him back." Aram told ID Boxing, "Isn't that Rob?" Yes. Shout out to Rob Tubbit. Turbot, Turbot. Rob, we've seen you in Mexico. Rob, shout out, brother. But he is bound and determined. It's the, it's the Hardeen, Rob. We're, we're sponsored. Shout out to Hardeen. Shout out to Bonnick Special. Can, I haven't, like, you talked to him, but I still haven't heard back. Should I? Re- you should. Because I want to tell them nah, special. Okay. We tell them we'll be there today if, we, if they need us to, like, confirm anything. But um, back to the quote. But he is bound and determined to proceed at a pace that we don't think he's ready for. He's, he thinks differently, and I wish all the luck in the world. He's a nice young man. Father's a nice guy, but we just have different philosophies on where he's going. So what it sounds to me, Danny, is that Berlanga believes in himself and wants to test himself with better opposition Top rank sees the marketability and want to continue to develop him. They don't think he's ready to cut 
that metaphorical leash off. What is your interpretation? Shout out to my guy, Ezekiel. Go check out Ezekiel. He's on Twitter right now. Get that man a follow. He's fighting on the Marv Nation card, I believe, February 11th. Yes. And uh, Ezekiel Borrero is, uh, I was just telling, it's crazy. Shout out to Ezekiel. I was just telling Danny about him how, you know, I know Danny has watched him spar, but other than the guy that Danny watched spar, like, I feel like my man be bodying dudes. So 126, pay attention. He definitely uh, come to fight. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? He definitely, uh, you know, come to fight. He's going to give whoever <laughs> is in the ring with him in a real fight a tough-ass night. You know what I'm Word saying? Word is born. You better be in shape. I yeah, swear. Yeah, because yeah, he, he definitely comes for sure. Shout out to my boy Ezekiel. Definitely, definitely. always working. And uh, I hope you continue to get opportunities, that 126-pound division. Yo. Isn't that where Andres Cortez is rocking, or is he 130? No, nah, he's 30-pounder. Mm. He's a 30-pounder. Damn, and everybody moved up. Navarrete and all of them moved up. Who they got? Oh, they got El Tran, but he's way ahead of them. Robisi's at 126, right? Oh, you talking about for uh, Ezekiel? I'm thinking. You, no, I mean you, not for just uh, like thinking who's at 26 well, with top rank. Yeah, I'm. Well, when you said ahead and you said uh, I, I was thinking Cortez first, and I'm like those are different weight classes. That's why yeah. it confused me because Cortez is 30. Uh, yeah, I, f I had thought he was feather. Yeah, he and he, he got a fight uh, right April yeah. 1st. April 1st, he's fighting. Uh, who is it? I almost said to go, but uh, it's Nejo. And he fighting Neko? Yes. And um wait. Oh my god. Who? Robisi. Yes. Yes. Barry Hunter fighter. Yes. Yes. Uh let me get a quick intermission here. I gotta check something out. All right, and um, we are back. We are back. I do apologize there, but we had to make sure everything was proper. Now, I didn't get your thoughts. Are you with the legendary promoter? Do you think Berlanga isn't ready for the pace that you and I are trying to set for him? Um, this is your foodie fit? That's crazy. That's crazy. Dudes are terrible. Like, I thought about reporting them, but I'm like, like, this shit's funny. Just not for me, but yeah. it's funny. That's crazy. Because, um, and I say not for me because, like, I, bro, just in Houston, somebody said that. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? I mean, that's because you got to hit the gym now. You got to, like, start, you know, pumping some iron or you're going to look yeah, like I a fucking curtain blowing in the wind. I ain't going to lie. This morning, I was doing my sit-ups, and I'm like, yo, I should be doing this shit in the gym, not in my fucking... Garage. Damn, it got to be cold in there. Yeah, that shit cold. That shit cold. But, uh, yeah, champ. So, I am trying to get you to answer if you think that the plans we've laid out with the said promoters, Eddie and Oscar, would be considered too much in the eyes of Bob Arum. Remember, he said... Their philosophy is different on Edgar Berlanga, but he doesn't have this stable. He, he doesn't, doesn't have these fighters that we are pairing Berlanga with. Do you think Bob would have been okay with this matchup, or do you think he's, he, you know, and obviously this is only your thoughts. You know what he's feeling, but I'm like, do you still think even... I feel like if he had those fighters, he would make those fights. I feel like top rank, um, if top rank had the stable... With the fighters that we're mentioning, both on the Golden Boy side, both on the uh, Matchroom side, I feel like Bob would make those fights. Uh, top rank, they test their fighters, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, they put them in there tough early. And I feel like, especially with a guy like Berlanga, um, making good money, I feel like if Bob had the stable, he would have um, made those fights happen. You know, those same fights cost more money when they're out of promotion because now you got to pay for the fighter to come over. You know, the promoters uh, of said fighter are going to want to split. They're going to want their cut. So I definitely believe 
that Bob would have made those fights, man. Um, so you think he's just not with them no more? You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna say what he's gonna say, but I mean, I, I don't think he's taking shots. I think he's being clear that you know they had a path for Belanga to continue to develop him. But do you think the fights that we are giving him are developmental? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he just fought. Um, was the, who was the last one? It wasn't Steve Rose. Who was it? Uh, wasn't it Angulo? Isn't he coming off that suspension? Let me see. Because I feel like they've been putting him in developmental fights. I mean, um, Demond Nicholson was his first fight to go the distance. That was an eight-rounder. Then he fights for his first regional belt in a step-up. First 10-rounder, he goes the distance, gets knocked down in that fight. Then he fights Steve Rose. You know what I'm saying? And then he fights Angulo, so I feel like, I feel like, you know, you're talking last three opponents at the time, 23 and 3, 30 and 2, 21 and 1, 27 and 2. So, you know, they're, I feel like they're all step ups, and I do think that those are developmental fights. I think all those fights, you know what I'm saying, like Pacheco. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Based off the conversations and quotes from Bob Arum, the fights that we're laying out, the matchroom plan, the, the the Oscar De La Hoya Golden Boy plan, would Bob be okay with those, or do you think Rosado, Beck the Bully, Pacheco, too tough on the matchroom side, or whatever? I know Rosado is arguably with Golden Boy. Same thing, Golden Boy side, the Jaime, the uh, what I'm, we said. I mean, yeah, but we didn't say Jaime first. Look at the fights we said first. No, I know, but you know what I'm, saying? I'm just asking, a... do you think Bob would agree with our three-fight yes. plan? and I keep fucking telling you yes, bro. What, what part of yes don't you understand? Oh, I didn't I didn't. I keep understand. telling you yes. I keep saying if Bob had that fucking stable, he would have made those fights. All okay. those are developmental fights, bro. They're all, you know what I'm saying? Like, Gabe has more losses than the guys he's been recently fighting, but he has a lot more experience against the bigger names. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that is a step up. Um, Pacheco, he has less wins than the last couple guys he's been fighting, but he's undefeated. He's he he's young, um, bigger than uh, two. You know what I'm saying? He, he he his size is bigger than um, bigger than, than than Edgar. So it's like those are all step up developmental fights. I think those are all realistic fights. Um, Smitty. I'm, Philly all the way, and then uh, Raw Dog. That um, I saw that interview. I don't know how true it is, but uh, that hurt my feelings. I think that Bob dropped the ball. You know, um, I guess it's a it's a stable thing. At 68, do we know what's left for top rank? Was this a matter of? them not having the developmental fights to give Edgar and not being willing to do co-promotions because Edgar is a star that hasn't bubbled financially yet for the company. So it's hard to do cross-promotion because he's got a good relationship with, with, with Matchroom. I mean, the Pacheco fight is realistic. Pacheco is with... Jose Benavidez Sr., those guys are tough acts. They you take on tough challenges. We see the Rayo Valenzuela's taking on Chris Colbert off of a loss. We see that David Benavidez is taking on, you know, Keller Plant. And Jose Benavidez obviously fought Danny and Crawford. Nobody in that camp is scared. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's like I said, um, if Bob had the stable, I think he'd make the fights that we speak on. You know, when you look at his stable, um, he got... Just in and around Berlanga's weight class. So if you go down one, he got Janny back there, who's a world champion mm -hmm. at middleweight. He just became world champion. You know what I'm saying? That, to me... And that's is, not a fight I would do with Edgar. You know what I'm saying? He not got, yet. Uh, Nico, who is, you know, still developing. You know what I'm saying? He's nowhere near. And and he's a middleweight. And he's too big of a name to, um, to rush. Falcoa... Who is undefeated? He's at middleweight. And he's that, been wanting a title shot for I don't know how long. I don't see him going nowhere. And he's like That's an, not appealing. He's is, Brazilian. And isn't he like an Olympian medalist yeah, or something? Yeah, he's a gold medalist. There you go. Um, it's too experienced for Berlanga. At Belanco. super middle, Troy Isley, who you know what I'm saying, once again behind Berlanga, he's developing. Super middle. I thought 
he moved up to 6'8"? Yeah. He's at super middle. Troy Isley? Pretty sure, yeah. Bro, I thought he was 54, Chan. You sure, sure? Uh, I'm pretty sure homie was 54, possibly moved up to 60 in our interview. Oh, uh, yeah, 60. You're right, yeah. 60. So, yeah, he's still developing. You're right, 60. Um, Javier Martinez, Aiden out of Milwaukee. Like, I thought they cut him already. Okay, so then he's cut. You get what I'm saying? Joe Smith, who, you know what I'm saying, at light heavyweight, and better be that light heavyweight. Like, that's it. Damn. Mm. Yeah, that's that's it, bro. They don't want to pay for more developmental fights because now they got a co-promote on a guy that they're not sure is going to win. So it could be a loss. And I say not sure that he's going to win based off Barum, uh, Bob Arum's statements. You know, um, I think Berlanga possibly just needs another trainer. In there with the father, but I think he was getting that. Nah, didn't he? I mean, didn't he start doing that with K? Yeah, the father ain't the the head trainer. Who is it, K? It's K. Karoma. There you go. So but maybe that, it's a matter of him just coming out here to spend more camps with K. Maybe get more development in camp versus in the ring. Yeah, I am going through this top rank stable, and uh, you just don't see anything there. And it's uh, no, it's not there, bro. No, you it's know, pretty clear that's why, why. That's why I feel pretty strongly that if Bob had the stable, he would have made those fights because um, he just doesn't have any of the names we mentioned. Like he doesn't. They're either way too behind or way too ahead, or not even appealing. And I heard. Berlanga wanted the Rosado fight on top rank, and they were not willing to pay what Rosado wanted to fight. You Let me ask you a wanted? question. You know how much he wanted? I think I know a number. Do you feel that that number? I, I'm not, you know, I always think they worth their money. Like, you know, I feel like I'm going to say the number on some... Because I can't even remember who told me. I'm going to be real. They're going to be mad. But I think it was 3K, 300K, um, or 250. Definitely one of those two numbers that they were not willing to give up for Rosado. Damn. And uh, I, I was think that's say a worth higher it. number. I think exactly. I was going to say 400. Exactly. But we don't, we don't know the business, right? We don't know how many ticket sales actually Rosado sells and how much the viewership would actually be. And maybe they're like, bro, he ain't worth a quarter. But I don't see how the fuck Rosado's not worth a quarter of name recognition alone. Word is born. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's so funny you say name recognition. You ever heard of uh, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He jabbed somebody in the Mayweather gym the other day. Okay, so so Chad, um, just watching an interview he did with Shannon Sharp uh, recently, mm -hmm. and uh, he said, he was like, I don't, I don't know what it was before because it was like a short. But uh, he said some along the lines like, he's like, baby, I'm Ocho Cinco. When 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 my name is bigger than anything money can buy, in a sense like I'm, you know, Ocho Cinco. Like he, people literally uh, know him as that. You know what I'm saying? He was huge during his day playing and shit. He was like, bro, I was buying my earrings from Claire. He said I ain't wear no real jewelry. He said my name was bigger than than money. He was like, so half the it, and it was crazy. He's like half the women. They don't want to fuck with me because I'm in the NFL, and they think I'm a, you know, they think you're going to cheat, you, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. He like, the other half, they're going to do their research. They know how much I'm making anyway. So what, they going to pull out the diamond test on me? They know how much I got. <laughs> That's like the second person you said faking it with the Julie. That's crazy. But the thing is, I don't know if that's faking it, if he being honest about it. I mean, you're faking it if you're wearing Fake jewelry that's giving off the impression it's fucking real diamonds. But I get it. Hey, to each his own. I don't give a Because the other person I told you about, he ain't revealed that he used to wear the fake jewelry till he could afford the real jewelry. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's saying, I could afford it all. So it's like, why buy? I don't, I don't, I, he said he didn't feel like he needed it because his name was already worth, you know, whatever it was worth. So I'm like, it's an interesting way.
Because uh, I know, shit, guys out here spending thousands on earrings, you know. Couple K a ear. For real. If you, want, if you want a couple carrots. But we did Matchroom. We did Oscar because both Eddie and Oscar have exp- been vocal. Expressed been vocal, interest. Yes. But I think we should also throw out some independent options. I think that we should throw out PBC, but this is the problem with PBC. They have no spokesman. No Tim Smith came out and said, oh, we're, we're interested in Berlanga. We want to fly out to see Berlanga. Like, I think Berlanga Anthony Durrell makes a lot of sense. I think that's a great developmental fight. He's 39, former champion. Berlanga's never fucking had a, a former champion. What's wrong with Anthony Durrell, Berlanga, on the PBC side? He gets past that. He's in the conversations for the Benavidez, which he was already. No one's saying he's going to beat him. shit. Morel's over there, too. No way. No way. Look, we're not putting Berlanga in with Morel or Benavidez anytime soon. He needs three fights with the PBC before he gets those fights. But... How does he need three to put him in with that, but he only need two to get in with Canelo? Because Why can't we give him two to are get you, in? Are you serious? I mean, Canelo's the undisputed super middleweight champ. Exactly. So the risk is worth the reward. Okay. The loss is okay. You lost for all the belts versus the king of boxing. So you don't think fighting, uh, and I'm not saying like first off the bat, right? But you don't think fighting the winner of Plant Benavidez. Like, think about that. If he was to fight, come over to PBC. Hold on. Let me see. John, are you there? Hey, how you doing, my brother? Uh, why that sounds so low? I hear him. Oh, you hear him? Yeah, I hear him. Ooh, okay. Hey, how you doing? Damn, this is going to be difficult. All right, John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, obviously, I know John from Patterson. Um, he has just turned professional. I think, how many fights you got now, John? Uh, one and no right now. One and no? Okay. One and no. And what weight class? Uh, 140. Okay. 140. 140, super lightweight. All right. So uh, I know John, obviously, from Patterson. Um, I believe we first met at the Glen Tapia gym when he was an amateur, and I've been following his career ever since. It's his turn. He He's up next. And uh, I'm excited for you, man. I know you got a fight coming up. Let everybody know about uh, your, your fight and, and where exactly it's taking place and how we can get tickets and watch it. Um, I'm fighting February 11th in Atlantic City at the Showboat. Um, the ticket is available. I have the link on my page, and then um, I also have tickets myself. So he's going to be fighting in Atlantic City. Atlantic City used to be a big name place for big fights. I know that um, a good friend of ours, uh, what is his name? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm mis- forgetting Cornflake's Corn- name. Lamana. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thomas Lamana, Lamana uses uh, Atlantic City a lot. Uh, but, John, how excited are you, man? Especially being uh, over there in Jersey, man. Uh, you know, I remember being a kid. The first Floyd fight I remember is a Gotti fight. So, you yeah. know, that was Atlantic City. Is there any nostalgia for you? How exciting is that? Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready. You know, uh, I like performing. I like being under the lights. So that's my thing right there. Uh, but, you know, I'm ready to put it on for my people. I know I got a lot of people coming to see me and stuff perform. So, you know, I'm definitely, like, like excited. For sure, for sure. Uh, how long have you known about the fight? And uh, how's camp been? How's the preparation been uh, getting ready for your second professional fight? Well, I stay in camp, so um, but I already knew about it like probably like two months ahead of time. Okay. So I was ready. Okay, so so you have uh, more than enough time. You had uh, time for a full camp. So this early in your career, talk to us. What type of uh, experience have you been getting in the gym? Who have you been able to spar with? Uh, you know, who have you fought in the amateurs for those that don't know you uh, so we could get some familiarity with you? Um, as far as sparring, um, I spar with a lot of people. Um, I, I sparred um, Tank before. Um, I spar Boots before. Uh, I spar with Chris Cobra. We're in the same camp, so I spar him a lot. Um, I spar Louis. Oh, you cut out there at the end. I. 
What you say? He definitely uh, said Chris Colbert. Yeah, I heard Chris Colbert. We heard Boots. We heard Tank. What was Damn, that? Boots? What was, yeah, what was that Boots uh, sparring like for you? Um, I that was a like maybe like a year or two ago before I went to the Olympic team in DR. But I was, that was good work. Um, he nice. Um, I, I did good. You know, um, I did like four or five rounds with him. You know, I was I bought I tried to box him. You know, I didn't want to stay in the middle with him. So that's his fight. You Where y'all was, was like, at? Y'all was at the dungeon? Y'all was at his gym? At the dungeon, at the dungeon. So y'all was doing four-minute rounds back then, or y'all did three-minute rounds? Yeah. We was doing a four-minute round. They do four-minute rounds over there. Yeah, I know they do. I, I've been over there. That's why I was asking. But, you know, you was an amateur, so I was kind of curious on, on, on what it was. Uh, Tank, how was that How was that Tank work like? And and how long ago was that? Damn. Tank, tank was about a, like, a, like a year ago. Um... That was that was good work. I did good with him. Um, you know, it was it was good work. How I don't really rounds? like talking. About I did like five rounds with him. Okay, so you did about five with him, about five with uh boots. Um, people saying Tank out here hitting like a cruiserweight, man. How's that power? And well, yeah, how's the Tank power? Nah, uh, the power is real. The power is real. It's definitely real. But um, if you if you if you know what you're doing in there, you're going to be good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, I don't talk about Spawn because you don't know what he was working on that day. He might have sure. been working on it. For sure, for sure. But the power definitely real, though. Like, you can tell that boy, got he got he got pop behind them punches. Who'd you feel more, uh, Tank or Boots? Um, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Tank ain't touch me, so I, I'm going to say Boots. I, Boots probably got more off on me, so I probably felt Tank ain't really hit me with nothing. Crazy. I just know he got pop. You know, I, you catch. You know, you, sometimes you catch punches and shit, so you know, like, oh, this word. got punch. Yeah. Word, word. So, so having got in there with those names, I'm sure that gives you plenty of confidence stepping into the ring, um, with whoever in front of you this early in your career, huh? Yeah, I, I'm not. I mean, I never fear nobody anyway, but that do help you, you know, like confident wise. Like when you get in the ring with other people, you like, man. I don't really be surprised. You know, I was also on the, with the DR Olympic team. I used to travel with them to different countries. So I already seen, like, a lot of awkward styles and all that type of stuff like that. So I'll be ready for anything. No, that's good because I feel like a lot of fighters, they don't get that uh, international look. And that's why they turn pro, uh, especially here in America. If they ain't, they ain't got no international look, then they turn pro and they fight a guy from another country. You see a lot of guys have issues. Yeah, like when I was in um Colombia, I got to spot with Andy Cruz when they was out there, and I did like you know I did good like he's good but I did good like even his trainer was like yo this kid is good, so you cut out there at the end. What were you saying? I said when I was in Colombia for a training camp with the DR team, you know I got to spot with a few guys over there and like different countries and stuff like that. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Well, uh, definitely let the uh, fans know where to follow you. Let let them know where they can get tickets. You say you got it in your bio, right?